Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Ah, blessings, saints of the Most High God. Thank you so much for joining with me today. We've seen it at this point in time in our examination of the empowerment and the manifestation of the Holy Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit within the life of believers, we've seen how we are to live. We've seen this in Ephesians 4. And the last couple of episodes, we've gone through the first 13 verses right there and seen what we're supposed to do and how the Lord has given gifted individuals within leadership positions. And the purpose of those individuals is to equip the saints for the work of the service, to build up the body of Christ until we've all attained to the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man and to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. That is powerful, powerful stuff. Again, these are gifted individuals. I don't want to go as far as to say, well, these are spiritual gifts. Okay, Quite often you hear somebody say, well, it's a spiritual gift of evangelists, evangelism. Well, no, not exactly, but they're evangelists, or there's a spiritual gift of apostle. Well, no, not exactly, but they are gifted individuals that have usually multitudes of of spiritual gifts that the Lord has granted to them. Yeah, you'll have a spiritual gift of teaching, and you hope a teacher has that. But you know what? A teacher, like in a public school or something, doesn't have to have a spiritual gift of teaching. If they're unsaved, they can't have it, right? So anyway, I want us to press on because the very next verse uh, starts off in this way. As a result. So this is verse 14 of Ephesians 4. Of everything we've just seen, as a result of all this, and you think, well, what would the result of that be? What would the result be of equipping the saints in that way and setting the saints free to do what the Lord's called them to do rather than just sit back and think they're hitting a lick for the kingdom when they're watching somebody else do something, right? Here's what it is. This is going to whack you, I think. As a result, we're no longer to be children. I love that. As a result, we are no longer to be children. In other words, the childish behavior Okay, the immaturity that's actually found within the true church, within the organism of the church, the true church, you'll find an immaturity because people, uh, and what the scripture speaks of in other places where it said, hey, you need to be on in eating meat now, but you're still drinking milk. In other words, you need to be mature. He says, as a result of this, you are no longer to be children. Well, what is he speaking about? What's he addressing? He tells us, listen to this, as a result we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. Folks, this is powerful right here because he's saying if we were to function in this way, if we were to live in this way, if we were to equip the saints in this way, then we're no longer going to be children. We're not going to be tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. There is such division that's running amok within the body of Christ today because of exactly this thing, because of the trickery of men, by the craftiness and deceitful scheming. In recent years, uh, I've been a part of three major portions of the body of Christ for an extended period of time uh, within a group that we were not affiliated with anybody. We weren't denominationally aligned or anything like that. And there's such freedom within that, folks. <laughs> there really is. Uh, then for a period of years, I was in another uh, very, very uh, well-known um, denomination. And now I'm actually helping out another one like that. 
in the two denominations, uh, there's fragmentation coming about uh, at a very, very accelerated speed. And I just sit back and I'm just amazed. And sometimes I'm thinking, well, maybe I sound a little too flippant and I don't want to come across as flippant in any way. But the truth is, if you just read the Word of God, and if you believe what is said here, then it's going to answer the questions you've got over here, and this bringing division. But people don't do that. And so we have uh, committees, we have commissions, we have councils, we have all sorts of stuff that are meeting for extended periods of years, folks, years, to try to reach a conclusion about a question and a debate, which is really undebatable. The Scripture is forthright. I mean, the Scripture is abundantly clear. And that's not even subject to interpretation. There's a lot of stuff in the Scripture that one person may think this way about, another person may think that way, but none of it is something that undermines the faith. And these issues that are being discussed now are just crystal clear as to what the Lord means by them. But what's happening is this, the trickery of men. And what the Spirit is telling us through Paul here is if we will live this way, if we will function this way, we're not going to be children anymore. We're not going to have to worry about that. We're not going to be tossed here and there by every wind of doctrine. We're not going to be tricked by men. We're not going to fall for the craftiness of deceitful scheming. But verse 15 tells us what we're going to do. But speaking the truth in love. Speaking the truth in love. That's what we're called to do. We're to speak forth the truth in love. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen with that. Okay, <laughs> it may cost you. Oh, sure. It may cost you a leadership position. Okay, it may cost you this. It may cost you that, whatever it may be. I'm not too sure, but I think it's cost me a couple of jobs through the years. You know, I, I usually don't even reflect upon that and think on that too much because you can start thinking, eh, and start thinking the wrong way about that in a couple of different ways. Okay, we're just told to speak the truth in love. Verse 15 again, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. So rather than being his children, tossed here and there, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the cool thing that somebody read in a book about this article about this fictional book. That's what amazes me, folks. Oh, gosh. You know how many conversations I've had through the years because somebody has read a work of fiction and they think, oh, well, this is it. This is it. Uh, now, I will give you credit. Dan Brown's stories are phenomenal. Love the stories, okay? But they're not the gospel, okay? You can sit there and you can tell fictional accounts that give insight into the Lord. I understand that. I understand Paul Bunyan. I understand that kind of thing. But how many believers have been so deceived because they've read a book of fiction and now the movies come out and this is the way it is. And it's just abject lies about God because they don't know the Word of God. So, folks, we're not to be that way. The reason we are that way is because we're not functioning that way. How many times can I say that, right? <laughs> but we're to speak the truth in love, and we are to grow up in all aspects into Him, who is the head, even Christ. So we're to grow up within every element, all aspects of the Lord, not just pick and choose what we want to, which is what we do. After we get done with this portion of the scripture here, we're going to go back to 1 Corinthians. And I'm going to point out some of the ways that we pick and choose, particularly within the arena of gifts of the Spirit. We pick and choose as the body of Christ. And we are just decimating ourselves because of that. So he tells us to grow up into him who is the head, even Christ. Now, verse 16, we'll be done. 
And again, this is all one sentence, 14, 15, 16 is one sentence. From whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. That's a wordy verse, I know. And I tell you what, I don't have time to even start getting into it, but you know we will the next episode. So go back and read Ephesians 4 and give close attention to verses 14, 15, and 16. I'll see you again next time.